0: This episode of The Kona Edge is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at theconeedge.com forward slash free trial. With titles like Dan Golding's Winning at 70.3 How to Dominate the Middle Distance and Chris McCormack's I'm Here to Win a World Champion's Advice for Peak Performance Audible has you covered. With over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, discover more at thekonaedge.com forward slash free trial.
1: Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge.
0: Welcome on to yet another edition of the Kona Edge. We head back to Vancouver in Canada to catch up with Steph Cork and chat some swimming today. Steph, welcome back onto the Kona Edge. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me, Brad.
0: Steph, you mentioned that you came from a bit of a swimming background when you first got into to the sport of triathlon. Having that uh, sort of foundation really does help, doesn't it?
1: I, I think so. I'd like to think that it's easier to um, learn how to run than it is to learn how to swim. <laughs>
0: yeah ab- absolutely yeah. and just from a from a stress perspective, I think it does make a, a massive difference too. Looking at your your career from a from a swimming perspective, can you sort of pin it down to a, one or two things that you think you've done in the water that's, that's really helped your, your swim and, and, and given you massive gains over over the years?
1: Oh, what have I done over the years? I think um, growing up swimming certainly helped um, in terms of mindset, that's for sure. And and the value of technique and really understanding that, you know, technique is king in, in swimming. Um, and the other thing that I would say from a swimming perspective that, you know, might be a little bit different than cycling and running because you're not on the earth you 're in a an elevated substance known as water uh is consistency, and so the volume that I was able to put in as a swimmer and frankly even still I mean my weekly swim volume is um, it's it's significant, and I think that that definitely helps with um you know swimming come race day. Mm-hmm.
0: You talk, you talk about that volume and and having the the sort of technique and 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 that side of things. It, it, it's the, the technique's really important. I mean, you you really need to sort that out before you really go and bomb miles and miles in the in the pool.
1: That's true, definitely.
0: Steph, as far as the difference between open water and and swimming pool, I mean, do you do most of your training in in a pool, or do you get to do some open water as well?
1: Yeah, I'd swim, I would say, like 95% of my time in a pool. Um, perhaps it's the swimmer in me from my childhood, but I really prefer swimming in a pool. I think the quality of my workouts are better, and yet it would probably be better for me to spend more time open water because I don't feel like I'm the best open water swimmer um, yet. But uh, I also believe that you need to have fun and you need to fit your workouts in when you can and so if that means that i need to you know swim with the masters group at 5:30 in the morning when it's still dark out, outside that's what i need to do
0: you talk about wanting to improve your your open water swim what what is it that you think could could do with improvement
1: um, well i don't feel like i'm the best swimmer in a wetsuit, and uh, most of the time when i'm not swimming in a wetsuit open water it's in hawaii and i get very distracted by the beauty of what lives under the ocean so um perhaps I could spend more time in a wetsuit and focus more on sighting for cones and less sighting for dolphins um, in tonight.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. Your favorite workout in the pool, what do you what do you absolutely love doing?
1: Well, uh my favorite celebratory workout is 100-100s, And it's certainly not a short workout, but 10K in the pool, it's uh, a quality session, that's for sure.
0: Wow, that is that is incredible. As as far as uh, sort of things you, you dislike and, and aren't the biggest fan of when it comes to swimming?
1: What do I dislike? Uh, I don't dislike anything.
0: Makes life a lot easier, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I love it. <laughs>
0: As far as what you're working on, I know it's a, it's a tough time to ask this sort of question, but uh, in, in training in the build-up to Kona 2016, what were you trying to improve in, in your swim? What were you working on?
1: Oh, well, that's a very real question, um, even in the build-up. You know, I think for a, a little bit, I took for granted the fact that I was a swimmer previously, and so I would work really hard um, in my bike and run workouts, and then I would always slack off at swim practice and I, I always treated swim practice like a recovery because I thought, you know, I'm working really hard on the bike and the run and I should get, a, you know, some recovery in the pool. And um, this past year when I decided to declare, you know, some big, big juicy goals, uh, I decided that I was never going to slack and I wasn't going to take one swim practice for granted. And I moved up into the fast lane, and um, I spent some time with a, an awesome local pro here in Vancouver named Rachel McBride, and we really love swimming together, and she always pushes me. So finding those training partners that, um, that have the same commitment to you know, making these workouts count has just been awesome.
0: Have you found that's translated into race performance? How have your, your swim times in races improved?
1: Yeah, they have. You know, my swim times have only improved slightly. However, um, you know, it has me entering at the front of the race or it has me, you know, entering the bike at the front of the race. And more importantly, um, I don't feel like I've expended nearly as much energy to get there. So um, I think I'm in a place where I've been able to be rather conservative on the swim and really start to work my effort on the bike and i think that serves me come the end of the day for sure
0: and that's a, a great place to be getting onto the bike steph corker it's been great uh, catching up thank you so much for your time once again here on the cone edge we look forward to catching up again next time
1: sounds good thanks brad we hope you enjoyed this episode of the cone edge if you want to improve your swim be sure to check out our next free live online swim seminar Get to the KonaEdge.com slash seminar to sign up now.
0: Don't forget, you can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free audible trial at the KonaEdge.com forward slash free trial. One of the 180,000 titles available right now, and you can download it free, is Dan Golding's Winning at 70.3 How to Dominate the Middle Distance.
2: This book will save you a ton of time and help you train smarter, and focus your attention correctly where it needs to be. Time is of the essence. You need to be even more careful with time and make sure all your training sessions count, have a strong purpose, and a definite purpose. You need to ensure you know how to enhance recovery, eat well, and sleep well. Training smart means you do not avoid the things you don't like to do. You find out what the best athletes do, and you do that. I have tried to make this book as clear and straightforward as possible, with explanations of jargon or technicalities where necessary, but I have tried to stay focused on practical strategies that you can use today, this week, and this month to move you closer to your goal of mastering the 70.3 distance like a pro.
0: To download that book, head over to theconeedge.com forward slash free trial. If you'd like to access the commercial free feed of The Cone Edge, go to theconeedge.com forward slash support.